Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. The noon hour is here. Check it out. And you're locked on to Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio station. It's my station. It's my station. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty Chick on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Welcome on in, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Hope you are all well. Hey, buddy, how are you? Scotty, I don't know if I've ever been better in my life, and I'm not even kidding Wow. I'm not even kidding you. I am just riding a cloud of excitement, and it is, I feel new, I feel refreshed. I'm, I'm all geared up. I'm ready for the big winter storm. Lloyd and I have hunkered down. We've got our blankets our water storage. Lloyd brought his uh, military provisions. So we, <laughs> Lloyd brought in his whole uh, freeze dryer that he bought from. Nice. Yes. Yep. Was it freeze right? Live right? What? I can't remember. I can't remember their name. But Lloyd's got his freeze dryer in here. And what you got? Apricots? It's some dr- freeze dried Whatever apricots. Whatever you need. Got some potatoes. <laughs> you name it. Some Alfredo. You want some Alfredo? We got everything we need to make it through this storm. Is the storm going to hit you in where you're in Wyoming, aren't you? I'm in in uh Laredice right now. Yep. You are in the Laredice. Right, right here in Laramie, Wyoming. Um it, it's going to hit later. So right now it's sunny and for Wyoming and Laramie in February, it's actually a pretty nice day. I know that sounds weird to say, but it's not bad. But uh, apparently we're going to be walking into uh, the day after tomorrow, or whatever the name of that uh, 
Uh, Is that the name of that uh, Jay Gyllenhaal weather movie? Uh, yes, day after. Yeah, it's day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow with the big crazy Arctic freeze that comes in, and they have to go on this whole snowshoe expedition trying to meet up with his dad. Uh, was it Dennis Hoffman? Uh, Dennis I think Leary. It was, uh, Patrick Swayze. <laughs> no, it's not Patrick Swayze. I know it's not Patrick Swayze. Don't do that. I think it's Dennis Leary. Not like this. That he's meeting up, meeting up with. Uh, Scotty, how's your travels? You doing all right? Uh, yeah, we're doing okay. Yep, yep. We're doing just fine. Just ready for another Utah State basketball game coming up tonight as they take on the Wyoming Cowboys. And uh, yep, I feel like you're holding up. that out. Like I feel like you got something you want to say. You got anything you want to say? Uh, no, I'm fine. Everything's How's good. the room? Is the room good? Room is fine. I okay. was given some com- complimentary earbuds because it. And you're going to want to hang on to those. So, yeah. We're doing just fine. Room, Why, Lloyd? Do you. Th- room's nice. Okay, what's going on? No, nothing. nothing. I'm asking why, because Lloyd asked it. And so well, I'm I was just wondering how the room is. I saw I saw your picture. No, yeah, I saw your set, complimentary earbuds. You're setting me up for something. I'm not setting you up for anything. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm not doing anything. What are you doing, Lloyd? Uh, he actually doesn't have anything up his sleeve. Hey, I thought you were going to come in with the uh, Snowmageddon, the record-breaking snow. Whatever. Yeah, that, that we, that's not in our system. I got to re-put it in. Apparently, because it's not here. I looked oh. for it, and it apparently got so taken the out. Hard drive that Scott wrecked that I've had access to for months, but I can't do anything. <laughs> Did you? Were you able to get that? No, I don't think it's on that either. Hard drive up that Scotty. Yeah, said, I actually have a lot of yes. stuff on the new drive. Yes, I do. I actually I bought a new drive and put a lot of the stuff a lot of stuff on there. Yes. Now you can't blame me for anything anymore. Hey. Right out of the gates, Scotty, I would like to propose that Salt Lake City host the NBA All-Star Weekend every year. I don't know why we wait so long in between. Yeah, I don't don't have a problem with that at all. Let's go. Every year. Let's do it every year. The only thing that was missing throughout the All-Star Weekend, and and I know we'll jump into this for the starter, was our guy Scott. Because... it felt like it was just date night with Lloyd and I for three consecutive by, by nights. By the way, if I have to hear one more person say, where's Scott? I'm going to lose my mind. It's like, it's yeah, okay. Nobody, nobody said that. Like, um, we're here too. <laughs> okay, what would you think? And, and I'm, uh, Scotty, I'm, I'm saying about 75%, all, 80% of the people. All seriousness, I would say somewhere between 15 and 20 people came up to Lloyd and I at some point through the All-Star Weekend and was like, what's up, Hans? Hey, Lloyd, we're Scott. And it's like, it, it, it was I, I guess so we're much all three supposed to be together at all times. I just went ahead and stopped him right in their tracks. Scott's not with us. I'm sorry. Lloyd started preempting conversations with, uh, Scotty is on the road. He's got actual work while we're here playing at the All-Star Weekend. But yeah, a lot of people were asking about you, Scotty. Hey, by the way, um, this is just for uh, for us here. Um, I think the Google Doc should be working now. Oh, good. Sweet. Good. I'll take a look at it. I'm telling you, those folks at Google, man, they're running a racket. They shut it down and they say, oh, you're out of storage. you got to pay for more storage. So I've deleted every email I've ever received in the last 10 years to get enough storage on my Google Drive, so it should be working now. So it's so, rocking and rolling now? But you could pay $1.99 a month for 100 gigabytes. I'm like, I'm not giving you 2 bucks a month. Get out of here with that. 
I don't, I'm not giving you any money. Seriously, because 10 years later, you're like, I've been paying that for the last 10 years. Yeah. It's like a dollar I mean, an look, hour. Two dollars a month for twenty, you know, that's twenty four dollars a year. That's two hundred and forty dollars over the span of ten years. I'm not giving you a, a quarter of a grand so we could have a Google Doc. <laughs> Stop it, because we're doing ten more years of this show at least. Uh, one hundred percent. In fact, that those irons are in the fire. So Scotty and I are going to be committing to each other. But it, it was a blast. In fact, Scotty, I have ranked the All-Star Weekend events from bottom all the way to top. And Lloyd, I'm going to see if some of your rankings sit with mine. But I just want to go through some of these events because I, I know you're busy doing your thing. And there were some really fun things that occurred over the weekend. Let's get to it. Starting lineup right now, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. This is Hanson Scotty G. Let's go! The lineup is set, and it's time to kick off the show with the biggest topic of the day. This is the starting lineup on 97.5, the KSL Sports Song. It is your starting lineup right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Hands one of the biggest sporting events to ever grace. Salt Lake City, the state of Utah, it has come and gone. The All-Star break is in the rearview mirror, but man, what a fun game that was. Uh, Well, wait wait a minute, wait a minute. Let let me back up. What a fun event that was. The game itself, not so much. Uh, Nailed it. The game, nah. In fact, the bottom of my list is the actual All-Star game. It's the very bottom. And wait until you hear all the things I got above it. But the actual All-Star game, all the way down below. But I did want to start out with this because... I went into this with low expectations. Yeah. I'm thinking, how exciting really can a celebrity game be? Or how exciting can the slam dunk? How how exciting? How much energy can this really bring? I went into it with really low expectations, thinking that the whole thing was overhyped, much like Snowmageddon right now. Maybe, maybe Snowmageddon's got it by an inch. But, Scotty, we're lucky if we even get through this show because our entire antenna is going to be under snow here in just a matter of minutes. <laughs> I wish you were in this state just to feel the level of energy and excitement around this snowstorm that's oh, coming. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. getting ridiculous. But I kind of felt like everything was going to be overhyped. Yep. And, and this whole thing kicked off for me when you and I and sat out on the corner and broadcast Friday's show. And Lloyd left the production studio, came down, hung out with us on the corner, and we started to see the streets fill up with people and the energy that came. And Howard Beck stopped by and Kurt Heelan stopped by and Dan Wyke stepped by, stopped by, and which, by the way, he's going to jump on the show here in a little bit and give us his thoughts on the All-Star Weekend that was here in Salt Lake City. So it was fun because we got a kind of a preview and now we'll get a recap from Dan but the energy started to build, and then Lloyd and I came in and grabbed some stuff. You took off to go take care of your duties, and we hopped on the bus and headed up to the Huntsman Center, and the whole thing kicked off. And everything from getting from point A to point B was extremely smooth. It was free. The transit systems were free. And the people that came into Salt Lake City, just the diverse groups from New York to L.A. 
everything in between. In fact, I ran into a couple over the weekend because I took my dad up to go see the avalanche that came down through Bridalvale Falls in Provo Canyon. Okay. Th- that massive avalanche. So we hiked up, or we didn't actually hike onto the avalanche. You're not supposed to. We hiked up to it so we could see it and met a couple from Bangladesh that came in from for the All-Star Weekend. So wow. it, all over the place. And the, it was diverse, and everybody was great and excited. And they had everything set up so smooth for media, Scotty. You know, we've gone to so many different bowl games in our lives and so many different media events, and sometimes you don't know where your media badge is and you don't know where your media seat's in. You don't know what you can do for food. And But they had everything lined out perfectly. They All your entrances for the media were set aside and well-marked, and the seats were great, and they had tables set up so you could have your notes out and like they just set it up so well, Scotty, for media. I'm hoping that the fans had as much or as good a feel of the overall experience that I had. And Lloyd, I don't know if you echo the same, but it just felt like it all flowed and it was smooth and it was organized. And maybe a lot of that has to do with Nate Dowdle, our boss. Nate went to a lot of work to get everything executed and put up well for us but i felt like now, it was smooth it, it felt pretty simple you know we scotty you and i talk about going what it's like going to the raiders game and how the traffic and getting through the the streets uh, how easy that is i felt like that's yep. what it was and it doesn't normally always feel like that here in salt lake sometimes jazz games feel a little congested but it's it was it felt smooth it felt easy it felt well and that, well and that and, and it just felt big time too i mean that's the other thing too and i think the jazz deserve a lot of credit for this um, a lot of people who spent years and years and years putting this together and preparing for it and working with county and city officials. Mm-hmm. Look, there's a lot that, you know, that, you know, let's be honest here. You know, there's a lot that um, that Salt Lake County officials and Salt Lake City officials bicker with, uh, with state officials. And, and, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things that people don't agree with inside the state of Utah. But one thing they did all agree with and get on the same page is we have to make this thing go, and it has to work well. All the way to UTA suspending uh, fees yeah. for using public transportation. I mean, there are so many people that deserve a big pat on the back for well for how well this thing went. And, I mean, it went off seamlessly. Honestly, um, I, I mean, outside of the only thing that I can think of is the uh, – Video board, video board issue <clears throat> with uh, the lookalike thing yeah, that caused a little look-alike. bit of a stir. Yeah, but other than that, I can't think of anything out now. Of course, you're going to have Charles Barkley and Shaq complain about nothing to do. All right, big deal. Sorry. I mean, what what do you want? Um, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. I do know that there's a predominant uh, celebrity who did um, buy out a a couple evenings at a local gentleman's establishment. So apparently there was something going on there that people could take part in. So I don't know what to tell you. If you were bored, you were bored. But for what the work was done and what they put in to make this thing go, then good for you. That was great. Uh, I thought it was great. And you know what's sad, Scotty, is too many people, and I'm talking about influencers, people that have some real influence in the state, they just had to focus on the negative. Our, yeah. our own state representatives, our own state media representatives just glommed on to the negative, whether it was the Charles Barkley thing or it was the uh, video board thing 
which wasn't even the state's fault or the Huntsman Center's fault. That was the NBA organizing that. It, it, it felt like those that have the influence were trying to grab the negative and thrust it into people's face when there was just, it was jam-packed with positive. It, it really was. It was jam-packed with positive. Great people. All kinds of celebrities. All kinds of of NBA royalty. And great minds. Yeah. You know, um, like up on my list, in fact, it's all the way, let's see, one, two, three, four. So the fifth, number five on my list was Lloyd and I were at the, we were at the um, Skills Challenge. And Skills Challenge wrapped up and the three-point contest wrapped up. And they hand a mic to Dr. J, J to Julius Irving. And Dr. J spoke for, what, Lloyd, maybe 10 minutes, 12 minutes, told stories to the entire arena, and you could hear a, you could hear a needle oh, drop. Oh, man, I can't, I can't even imagine. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. Like, you're, I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting here as an NBA fan, like, that's Dr. J. Yes. That's Dr. J, even though we see him on TV and all that stuff. But I'm like, he's in our building right now. He's in our building, and he's, he's just pure class, and he's... It was great to hear him just talk about the stories and some of the beginnings of the slam dunk contest. And and it, then things got a little strange because they dimmed out the lights and they went with Michael B. Jordan and um, Jonathan Majors. Who it, Jonathan Majors is in the new Creed 3. All they were doing was hyping the Creed 3, but they dimmed the lights and put them on the stage and put mics in their hands, Scotty. Those two went back and forth. And his as quirky and goofy and commercially as that is, it was still full entertainment. You got Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan, and Jonathan Majors, who's kind of the big thing right now in movies. He's done a couple of really big things. The $6 million man. <laughs> How did I know you were going to go there? That'd be Lee. That'd be Lee. Oh. Lee, don't okay, call me bad. Jonathan Majors. Sorry. <laughs> Um, but Jonathan Majors is, uh, he is actually a younger actor that I believe is currently alive. Is Lee Majors still with us? Um, oh on. yeah. Lee Majors is still with us. Dude, Can't nobody's taking out Lee Majors. Yeah. You're not well, killing that guy. I, so people know Lee Majors as the $6 million man. I know him as the fall guy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I never watched the $6 million man. I only watched the fall guy. Uh, looks like, according to Wikipedia, he's still hanging in there. Atta boy, Lee. You're welcome to the all-star stage any day, Lee. But the, I bet he could take, I bet he could still take Michael B. Jordan in a boxing match right now. And Jonathan Majors. And Jonathan Majors. Yeah, it, I wouldn't mind seeing that fight. But, <laughs> but what, I guess what I'm trying to say, Scotty, is a real bummer that people have to grab onto the negative. They just have to suck all of the fun and all of the excitement and all of the positivity out of a weekend that was incredible because they have a hang-up with a couple of legends that played for the Jazz a couple years ago. Yeah, That's what they want to stick on. Or the NBA made a bad mistake with a billboard or some signage or celebrity lookalike. And by the way, I'm glad you point that out. That was not a local crew doing no. that. That was an NBA production. That wasn't Utah, me in Utah. That was an NBA production 
uh, that allowed that one to slip through the cracks. And that, it wasn't okay. I don't think it was anything, you know, I don't think it, any ill intent was ever intended there. No. It was just somebody, somebody didn't think about how things looked. And that's right. Okay, you made a mistake. The guy sent out something, had a great time. This wasn't okay. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't okay. But let's talk about how great it was. And you're right. Like, I don't know where we're at in a society right now where everything's got to be negative. We've got to point out the worst of everything. You we know do. what? Let's just let's talk about the fact that Salt Lake City put on the highest grossing economic impactful um, all-star game in NBA history. $300 million wow. was generated for the local economy. Adam Silver said in his press conference, we have never seen an economic impact to a city like what we're seeing here in Salt Lake City. Wow. It was done bigger and better than anybody else. Nobody can touch it. And it was a phenomenal event that the Jazz from, you know, Jim Olson to John Larson to Chris Barney and obviously Ryan Smith and everybody else who put in so much time and effort to make this work. My goodness, everybody deserves a ton of credit because they knocked it out of the park. They, they really did. They did. And I, I don't, I don't want to disrespect my wife. Because, you know, <laughs> spending five minutes with her, to me, is worth an absolute eternity. Scott, you know, my time with Amanda yeah. is so precious and so valued, and it's incredible. Okay, with that being stated, my three days and evenings and date nights with Lloyd Cole. <laughs> don't, make me, don't make me feel uncomfortable. Don't okay, but what was it? Because it was you and I the entire weekend. It was spectacular. I mean, Just sharing I. an iceberg <laughs> shakes. Like, it was so good. I mean, sharing some teriyaki Man, bowls. Really it was a good time. I'm so bummed out I wasn't there. I, we, I mean, we almost we almost killed ourselves uh, Scott, Friday we're, night. We're bummed you weren't there, too, because we had – the media was set up with vouchers so we could get yeah. some food in, in different areas. And we started at the Huntsman Center. And I made a mistake and got the Hawaiian Bowl. Lloyd made a good call and got the, what was it? The, the, the spicy something, shark the or something? The spicy bowl or something like that. I think spicy it was. shark? The spicy yeah, bowl. Yeah, it had spicy mayo and it was a, a rice bowl oh, it was that so was good. packed full with, with uh, chicken. Was it chicken or it was chicken, wasn't it? Pork? Chicken and it was it had vegetables. It was awesome, but I am questioning their prices up there. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it, it, we could definitely call that into into concern. Lloyd, we're not focusing on the negative. No. sorry, sorry. So w- then we we left the Huntsman Center and came down for the Rising Stars competition, Scotty, and we got into a little bit of barbecue, some barbecue nachos, and uh, and then we got into some milkshakes. And and the thing is, we we got there and we weren't quite sure where to go, so we found a spot. It was a nice little perch, oh, man. if you will, where it was just a great view. It was. Hey, by the way, I got it. we got a tweet coming in here from you. Actually, looks like you're downing two shakes, Hans. He did. Okay, Hans did take over. He did take over my shake. So it did happen. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to call out Lloyd because our time together was magical. We we truly enjoyed. This might have been the funnest working weekend of my radio career. I got to think okay. about that. That might have been the the most enjoyable because uh, the trip to Nebraska was pretty good. Yeah, but I'm talking. Yeah. You know, we're Scotty. I mean, no, it was great. It was fun. You didn't like that trip? That was a blast. I know. I love that. That trip was a blast. It was a lot of fun. But being here, having our beds, you know, just having it 
be home central, but have all the festivities here. Know that you, if you get a picture, you'd be like, okay, I got to go. I got to get home. So quickly, Scotty, I don't want to call Lloyd out on this, but he's going to, but he took four spoonfuls of that shake and no, I starting to wave the white flag. I I was, it got me. So I had a whole teriyaki bowl. An entire like I ate. Yeah. I went to town on it. And it you was saw, big. It, it was, was big. big. It was a nice heaping portion. And Hans is like, "Hey, make sure you save some room." Because and I'm thinking, "Oh, I'll for some dessert." I'm like, "Okay, we'll go right to the dessert. That's fine. I'll be able to make it." Well, Hans want decided he wanted to do some beef some, brisket nachos, some, some nachos from R and R. And I'm like, "Wait, right now? Like you don't want to do dessert?" No. No, no. So I went from a teriyaki bowl to R and R nachos, and I'm like, "Oh!" So I'm sitting there, and I'm like. Okay, we're going to take a little bit of a break. Hey, order up uh, iceberg shakes. I'm like, well, I just took my last bite of this nacho right here. I'm, you weren't quite done. <laughs> no. I'm like, you had to wipe your fingers to get uh, your app back I'm like, up. I'm like order. licking the, I'm licking the nachos <laughs> off my fingertips, and he's like, hey, order us up some uh, some shakes. And I'm like, hands. I just, I just got done eating this. What do you mean, order up some shakes? No, let's let's go. Let's get it going right now. And I'm like, dude, I needed some cream to settle my belly. <laughs> Okay, you answer me. Did it settle your belly? Because the look on your face was (laughs) the first. I have a picture of you, by the way, which I said I'm not sharing this picture. I'm not going to share this picture. But there was a picture of you that looked like. I mean, I was say what it was. This is what it looked like. Oh, I was sick. The first one settled. You know, Lloyd, you 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 can't send that to me though. You don't have to tweet it out, but the first one said my belly. I'll share that with you. Nobody else. The second one did put me over the the puke cliff. (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to make it. Yeah, you know, I didn't eat until one o'clock the next day. Yeah, I didn't touch anything at all. Oh yeah, it was it it was absolutely filling. But that's the point I wanted to make, Scotty. Out of all the things that happened through All Star Weekend. You could go through so many things. So, uh, number one on my list was Damian Lillard winning the three-point contest in his Weber State jersey. That was the number one experience I got to take away. Number two was the Jazz team winning the Skills Challenge. And it happened with some shots from Kessler. They they won the shooting and the passing uh, stages. And Sexton got hot in the shooting. It was great. Um, The Celebrity Game came in third. The guy, the, the people that really made it for me was Guillermo, Lindsey Vaughn, and Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck was there. And, Whoa, and, Ben Affleck? Yeah, Ben Affleck was there, and he was doing the introductions, and he hung out. It was fun. And DK Metcalf went off in that celebrity game and was skying from near the free throw line for dunks, Scotty. And I guess like an hour or two after the celebrity game, he gets a notice from the NFL that they're going to be doing enhancing testing on him. So he had to get in for a urine test because he was killing it in the celebrity game. (laughs) So I got I've got everything from Dr. J speaking, the food, the dunk contest. Mac McClung really carried the dunk contest. Um, It was all just. Awesome. The only thing that I felt like could have been better, the chin balancer sucked. He was, he was terrible. Of there was no, re- that was a big, I mean, you stormed out. I didn't even, I, I, was the video. I was breaking out the video. I was breaking out the video and you stormed out because I was on Instagram at your reaction and you stormed out. I didn't even get a chance. How do we, I'm not going to sit there I, and watch that trash. I got, okay, I got to reach out. And I know there's a couple of people from the jazz listening because I've gotten texts from people throughout this segment. 
have hands do a halftime? If you need, would you be willing to try out hands? Because they don't know, they don't know your ability, and so it would be tough for them to be like, "All right, hands, come on halftime of an NBA game and do your thing." But would you be, would you be willing to do a a tryout for the Jazz hmm. for a halftime chin balancing thing? I've got to figure out what I'm trying to get out of this. Like, what is the end goal for me? Is this something that I start doing on the weekends? Traveling around NBA towns, jumping in arenas, putting ladders that have bikes on top of them on my chin, or am I just proving to everybody that all these other jokers that come in and put one ladder on their chin, they're just faking out an entire crowd? I'm telling you, fine, put a ladder on your chin, but put something up on the ladder. You've got the red panda that comes in on a unicycle that's 20 feet high, and she's throwing 24 bulls off of a toe and landing it on her head while she's balancing, and some guy comes in and puts a ladder on his chin. Red panda forever. Love her. Yeah, red panda was the greatest halftime act to ever exist. Little they know that our guy, he will... Crank up in a, a lawnmower. Would you stop with the lawnmower? The lawnmower is in chainsaws. Stop it, Lloyd. I'm not doing our guy, anything I will that say, can fall on my head and split it. I'm not doing. Our guy will take that chin balancer guy, put him on a chair, and put him on his chin. Uh, yes, his chin. he will. That chin balancer, I couldn't tell. If he's sitting over 6'4", six, 6'5", six, he's 320. So that, yeah, he's pushing, he, he's exceeded three bills. But that's a size of a railroad, I mean, weight of a railroad tie. You've done that. The, the most I've had on my chin is about 350 pounds. Yeah. A couple of big old heavy oil filled <laughs> railroad ties. You're so proud of yourself. <laughs> and it did tear my chin up pretty good. But hey, it's worth it. But the chin balancer, he sucked. And yet, Lloyd, I did stomp out because I'm not going to waste my time with that. I know. We could have had such a good Instagram video, and you just did not allow it. You, you walked out so fast. You're like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm done. Um, just to, and, and I know we'll talk about this All-Star Weekend for a long time to come, but just a bow on this. It was an absolute blast from start to finish. And for the idiots that want to focus all their time and attention on the negative things, you completely missed the show. You missed everything that this was, the excitement that it brought to this town, the diversity that it brought to this town, the chance to get to shake hands and meet people that you never would have met otherwise. It was so much fun just to sit. I, I was able to meet 20, 30 people I'd have never met in my life just to sit around and, and say, oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from New York. There was one guy that was sitting in front of Lloyd and I and when Julius Randle got up for the three-point contest, he's sitting there screaming and cheering. Julius couldn't hit a shot to save his life. What did he <laughs> score? A total four points? And and then Herter stepped up and beat that by scoring zero. It was like, geez, the three-point contest had, it had some lean moments, but it had some really good moments. But why focus on the negative, Scotty, when it was really one of the greatest weekends this city has ever seen? Yep. Agreed completely. Absolutely agree. Hands and Scotty, what a weekend it was right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Hands, all kinds of great stuff. I'm here in Laramie. I know you're back in Salt Lake City as uh, we get you ready for another big week of sports. Yeah, we got a big week of sports, and we've got our boys from Advanced Windows here, Jake yes. and Nate Orchard. Guys, what's up? Fellas, what's, what's happening? Doing? What's up? Are you guys geared up for this snowstorm? 
Jeez, I Jeez. woke up this morning. I forgot that it was coming. Oh, and I can't I'm, believe it because it's been force-fed to us yeah. the last eight days. <laughs> now I, I'm tonight. I barely thought it was it was here, and I was ready to go. But eight tomorrow. You know what would really help in a snowstorm like this? Good secure windows. Oh. <laughs> it would change your life. Uh, you know what I'm not afraid of is this snowstorm because I got good security <laughs> That's right. windows. That's why I forgot about it. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you didn't have the noise. Your windows were shut. Yeah. <laughs> you, got the, you got the heat in the inside, yeah. uh-huh. keeping the cold outside. Keeping the cold out. <laughs> I, I love being in studio with you guys. Love having you back. Love talking about these windows. Nate, let's start with this. If somebody's looking to replace their windows, if they've ever thought, I don't like the look of it, mm-hmm. or I feel a draft, or why go with advanced? Well, you know, we're your one-stop shop. You you cut out the middleman. You don't got to worry about markup on prices or anything like that. We work with you closely from start to finish, right? We have the salesman come out, and from there, we communicate with you throughout the entire process as your windows are being built in our manufacturing warehouse, and then we have our team of installers come out to your home give you that white glove service and make sure you know how to operate your windows and uh, and we call to follow up and if there's anything we can do to help improve your, the process even more at the end. Yeah, to echo that, you know, these, these, oh, Scotty's, these, uh, no, no, you're, you're these, great. these windows you're, are, they're custom made and we make the windows for you in your home. So we could have someone come and measure the windows, your window openings, and so they are to a quarter of an inch or eighth of an inch fit to your windows and we manufacture them. In our shop, you can come into our this shop and come check out our showroom, but uh, and you can see your windows being made. You build them right yeah. there in the warehouse. Yep. And you guys offer so many great helps in order to get these windows in people's houses. The financing alone mm-hmm. that you guys offer. You know, Jake, you've gone through the list. How many different forms of financing can you really offer? Yeah, we... <laughs> The list is, it's basically customized to whatever you are looking for, whatever your needs are, your budget, whether you want to spread out that payment over 10 years and have it be around $100, $150 a month, with the, that's 10 years, 6.99%. Or if you want to go 60-month, 0% financing, we have that option as well. So you have 60 months to pay that off and you, with, with no interest. Or if you want to wait, you decide, hey, I want to buy these windows, but I'm going to, could I wait three or four months to pay it off? We have an option where you wait. It's 12 months with no payment, no interest. So you can pay that off in six months. Say, hey, I'm going to save up for six months and then pay these windows off. Wow. I mean, that's the great thing, too, is is the amount of work you guys do to make this perfect for everybody and try to put together something that will work for any budget. Because let's be honest here. We talk about the storm coming in, and if you walk by your window and you feel that draft coming in, that's not only uncomfortable for you, but it's uncomfortable for your pocketbook because, Jake, you're you're losing tons of money there. That is, those are expenses. You're paying money on those energy bills. And the way we look at Windows is it's an investment for your home. So instead of expensing your energy bills, put that money toward an asset in your Windows, in your home, and increase the value of your home. All right. So if you call right now and you get on the books, you guys – and i gotta, I got to make sure I'm saying this right. <laughs> Shoot. Two thousand dollars off ten windows or more. Is it two thousand or where do you want to go with I that? I knew you were gonna be saying this. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> I love this Scott. Scotty's not in the room right now, so you're pressuring Nate Orchard. Nate's looking at me like you know what I could do to you if I got mad. <laughs> this is a He's not here. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great. You guys always do take great care of our listeners. So what do you guys got for us today? 
We're going with the uh, you know ten. You buy ten windows or more, three thousand dollars off. Yeah, hey, yes, Scotty, that's yeah, what he yeah, wanted to hear. Yeah, that's yeah. what he wanted to hear. No, but we if you get on the schedule today, and you call right now, get on our schedule. We'll send out one of our sales guys. Will come out in the next day or two, and if you get on that schedule, we'll give you three thousand dollars off, ten windows or more. But you got to call today. Got to call 801-850-9100. Call that number eight zero one. 850-9100. It's Advanced Window Products right here on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. This is this is DJ and PK. Joined now by Steve Cleveland. The Aggies drew a midweek game at Laramie. And Scott Gerard tweets out a photo and captions it, you know you're in Laramie when. And the photo, it's a desk or a dresser. And on top of it is a little plastic bag. It says, we know that outside noises like wind can make it difficult to sleep. Here's some complimentary earplugs on us just in case. When I was coaching, we did stay in hotels, the doors open to the outside. But I will never forget being in Wyoming. I've never been that cold. And the thing about it is the heaters didn't work well enough, so when you did walk outside and all that cold air went in, it took like three or four hours to warm the place up again. I mean, I can remember thinking about, I probably need to just take a couple extra blankets. It was miserable. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 to 10. Presented by Murdoch Hyundai, Utah's number one Hyundai dealer for 16 years in a row on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor, Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Looking for the latest on the Jazz, Utes, Cougars, and Aggies? Yeah! We've got you covered. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on 97.5 Esports Zone. Hanson's. Hanson Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Hopefully, everybody had the day off to kind of regroup and relax after the weekend. I'm here in Laramie, Wyoming. Utah State will take on Wyoming coming up later tonight, and you will hear it right here on the zone. Should be a fun one for sure. Love Laramie. It's beautiful this time of year. <laughs> you being serious, Clark? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Oh, man, I wish you were back here in the studio, hunkering down in our bunker. Lloyd and I have made plans to stay here because we just are so worried that the roads are going to be hammered. Yeah, we're camping out. We're just going to sleep right underneath the desk. Uh, You're going to live off of uh, Fat Boy ice cream sandwiches and, and maybe turn Lloyd's desk into uh, kindling for a fire. Well, we're and we're also going to see if we can't pick the lock on Steph's office. Well, we need oh, food. Yes. We need a little bit more food. I don't know if yeah, we, I mean, those, we're going to be able to ration those ice creams. 
Those ice cream sandwiches only get you so far. Well, we need protein. Fifth floor will shut down. You know they're not going to let us up there. So no. we're going to have to get not into Not past stuff five. Out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Scotty, now we get the All-Star Weekend behind us. We get back to Utah Jazz basketball coming up here in a couple of days. And I guess the big storyline outside of the All-Star Weekend, how about them finally coming to conclusions with Ru- Russell Westbrook and allowing him to sign with the Los Angeles Clippers? What were your thoughts on that? Well, the Russell Westbrook era has come to an end here in Salt Lake City, and it was a fun run. It was good. It was a lot of great moments, but as all good things, they must come to an end. So, yes, buyout concluded, and it it wasn't surprising, and I kind of felt like it was going to happen all along. It surprised me a bit that it took this long, Mm -hmm. Um, but ultimately, Russell Westbrook, I don't think there was a huge demand for Russell Westbrook out there. And I don't think that there were a lot of teams really clamoring for his services, so he's not going to cost himself money by getting a buyout if he not if he doesn't know where he's going to go and if he doesn't have somewhere lined up. So the wait was Russell Westbrook in his camp waiting for somebody to say, yes, if you get bought out, we will bring you to our team, and this is the number we'll bring you in at. Because if there's nobody offering his uh, wanting his services, then he shouldn't be costing himself money. So... I just don't think there was a big demand. And the Clippers finally said, okay, yeah, we'll bring you in and let's see what we can do for the final home stretch of the season. Hands, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but Vegas actually decreased the championship odds of the Los Angeles Clippers based on the signing of Russell Westbrook. (laughs) That is brutal. Oh, man. Russell's having a bad month. He's having a bad couple months. He actually had a bad couple of years as as he's trying to figure out his existence in an NBA that just feels like it's purging his type of game. Oh, he'll be playing with the Shanghai Shanghai Sharks in no time. Yeah, he will. Like that's where he's headed. He'll be he'll be dominating with the Sharks at some point. But Scott, a couple of things with Russell Westbrook. Number one, I'm going to be interested to see how he talks about or how he felt about his time in transition and the way the Utah Jazz handled it. Because I feel like it was taking time because the Jazz essentially said to him, we're going to be working on our young guys. But we want you to understand, we've got an open door for you. Take your time. We'll do what we need to do. We'll work with who we need to work with. But go get your stuff done. This is a Hall of Famer we're talking about. This is somebody that you want to be in good graces with. And when we're talking about Salt Lake City continuing to build its name in in a positive light, it it wouldn't suck to have an an endorsement from Russell Westbrook saying, hey, when I stopped by, their front office and their management treated me with pure class. You would hope at some point, if that was the case, you might hear it from Russell Westbrook. But you know he's outspoken. And you know at some point he's going to speak about whatever short time he had with the, the Jazz in interaction with the Jazz front office. I'm just hoping it all went smooth, and I'm hoping there's some kind of positive endorsement. And not a negative one, like, yeah, they just shut the door on me. They just wanted me out. They, they, were, they were hurrying me along. So I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping it all went the way Russell needed it to go, because he is a spokesperson. Yeah. And he's gotten sideways with the Jazz before, but I don't think that's going to be the case. The Jazz gave him several options. Number one, we'll buy you out. Number two, you can just stay at home and not play. We'll still pay you. We'll we'll 
pay you every dime of that contract that is owed to you. We've got no problem with that. Or you can come and play for us, and but we can't. But we'll be honest with you: we can't guarantee that you're going to be a starter. We can't guarantee minutes. We are prioritizing the development of our younger players right now. That takes precedence over you. But if you want to be part of our locker room and our team, then go right on ahead. The Jazz gave him three options, and he took option uh, the the option that allowed him to get bought out and sign with another team. And so I can't imagine there's anything negative because the Jazz were willing to do whatever. He wanted to do, mm-hmm. but the one thing they would not give him is extended every minute you want to play. You want to play 48 minutes, you're going to have every opportunity, and you're going to be the starter and take every shot. So the Jazz drew the line at that. That's where they said, no, we are prioritizing the development of our youth. So you can be part of our locker room, our team, everything else, but just know that we can't guarantee you playing time and opportunities on the on the court. And so that's the only thing that the Jazz said that we can't give you everything else they lived up. And, and I, I, I I would be shocked if he came out with negative things to say about the Jazz. Yeah, I would too. All right, Hans and Scotty, 97.5, the EKSL Sports Zone. You know what it is. It's a Tuesday, which means it's a win ticket, or a, a Team 49 Tuesday. Caller number 12, 801-575-ZONE. will win a pair of tickets. See the Jazz take on Oklahoma City Thunder. Coming up on February 23rd at Vivint Arena. Caller number 12 right now, 97.5, the EKSL Sports Zone. This is Jake Scott and Ben Anderson. I want to get your reaction to uh, to the trade, to where the Jazz go from here. It was an okay trade. It is not one of Danny Ainge's best trades he's made since he's been with the Jazz. You unloaded a lot of pieces, and now as you start to look around and you think, huh, Jazz gave up three rotation players and had to give up two second-round picks and got an interesting first from the Lakers, top four protected. I think it has some value as a trade piece. I don't think the Jazz will ever make it. I don't think the Jazz made a great trade. I don't think they made a terrible trade. I think it's one they felt like they had to make. You may not call it a great trade, fine, but I think they accomplished their two top priorities, adding a draft pick and moving off Mike Conley's contract. I think you're exactly right. I do think Mike Conley was dangerously close to being a team because he's owed $24 million next year, which is a lot of money. He's probably the 18th to 13th best starting point guard in the NBA next year. Here, Jake Scott and Ben Anderson. Every moment of every show is available in podcast form by searching Hanson Scotty on your favorite podcasting platform or online at kslsports.com. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Hans and Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Remember, Remedicals Utah's only physician-owned and operated wellness clinic. Offering ED treatment, it's discreet, non-invasive, and customized for your needs. Remedical, visit remedical.com today. Hans and Scotty, hope you're all having a good Tuesday. Hope you all had an extended weekend. You get out on the ice a little bit, Hans? I did. I did, man. I got out and caught some cutthroat. Enjoyed the ice Saturday morning, but it was cold, bud. It was cold. It was uh, 10 below. It was about 16 below on the ice, but it was windy. And it was cold. But I've got a you tent. Guys, I was gonna say, you guys have a tent? Yeah, I've got oh, okay. a tent and a heater. I can throw up in a matter of two minutes. But I did get a little a little touch of frost freeze on my fingers. It's like burns. So I've got blisters on my uh, ring finger and my pinky finger because my, um, my auger is a drill. And I was trying yeah. to try, tighten the drill piece down on the auger. And it's it was cold, frozen metal in it. And it just lit my fingers up. It was it's cold. You got to be a little bit crazy to be out there ice fishing right now. But yeah. 
but fun times. And then obviously an incredible weekend. And then I, I saw this this morning that I sent you a text because I'm a little bit bummed about this. Is Ephraim Banda, Banda is he leaving Utah State? Apparently on his way to the NFL to be the safeties coach for the Cleveland Browns. Yes, uh, I can confirm that that is, in fact, going to happen. Um, that uh, Ephraim Bonda, tremendous coach, defensive coordinator, um, is – I know Utah State went 6-7 and seven last year, but their offense put that defense in a bind mm-hmm. uh, in, in a lot of situations. And he did some remarkable work with dealing with injuries, an ineffective offense for a good chunk of the season, and – they're remaking that staff um, considerably. Uh, Anthony Tucker is no longer with the team as an offensive coordinator. That was a mutual parting of ways. He's now a wide receiver coach at Indiana. So he is gone. Um, and then uh, Ephraim Bonda, who they did not want to leave at all. Uh, they had, In fact, they had made him um, associate head coach and, and gave him a, a, a title and a raise. And he was more than happy. I know his family well. They were happy in Cash Valley. But when the NFL comes calling, you got to take those opportunities. And uh, so he is on his way. And Utah State will now be looking for a new defensive coordinator. So, and and it's not an easy time to be doing that, Hans. Mm-hmm. This is something you wanted to be addressing in January, not uh, late mm-hmm. February for sure. It's a bummer time to do it. So, how many assistants does that make that are leaving the staff now? Um. Well, there's two coordinators. And I do think uh, the offensive line coach has left, too, uh, for another opportunity. So there's a new O-line coach and a new D-line coach. So two coordinators and two position coaches. That's a pretty big overhaul. It's, yeah. That's a big revamp. By the way, Blake Anderson will be the one calling plays this year, too. So the head coach will take on the, uh, the play-calling duties. Uh, he will appoint an offensive coordinator, but Blake Anderson will be the one calling the plays for Utah State. We've got some big coaching storylines that we're going to be jumping into come spring football because obviously BYU went through their coach revamp, bringing in Sione Pua, bringing in Kelly Popinga. Jay Hill is the defensive coordinator. Um, there's been some big changes in this state in regards to college football coaches, and we'll really jump into that and break it down and get some thoughts on how that's going to affect these teams as we get into spring ball. BYU spring ball is just a couple of weeks away. I don't have an exact date right now on Utah spring ball, but Utah State spring ball is getting close too, isn't it, Scotty? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think three weeks away, two weeks away, mid to late March. So, yeah, it's coming up for sure. I love spring ball, Hans. I, I know that um, it's not maybe a lot of the fans get dialed in on it, but I think you do learn a lot about a team and what they're going to look like. If you wait till fall, you're a little too late because a lot of those battle battles and, and races mm-hmm. for playing time get settled in the spring for sure. And it, it's even bigger now with the transfers because yep. Keaton Slovis is already in Provo and is going to be going through spring ball. So it, you get an opportunity to look at these two, three-year veteran transfers and how they're going to fit into the program. It's just an early look at that. So spring ball coming up pretty quickly. Yep. Hans and Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone, the mayor of Sac Lake City, hanging out in studio, Nate Orchard. Nate, you uh, did you love spring ball, or is it just something like you just had to deal with to get to the fall? Uh, you know, I didn't mind it. 
it's just yeah. in the thick of the grind. It's just you're coming out of the winter conditioning. Um, it just feels good to get the pads back on and, and get going with the guys. Um, but I enjoyed it. Hey, I enjoyed it. What was Hunter Demick like? We called him Snacks, as you guys may know. <laughs> um, the Great dude loved to eat. Name. Right? Name. I can't remember how much he, what he came in at as far as his weight, but golly, the guy could pound food all the time. I mean, in between meetings, in the hallway, coaches just called him Snack because he's just constantly eating food. Uh, greatest bookends in Utah rushing history. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what was it that made him good at his size? Because he was kind of undersized. Right. What, was he 6'3", 6'2", 6'3"? 6'2". 6'2". It was his motor. That's really what separated him from a lot of the guys. Is that I mean, and I don't know, he just has all that fuel to burn, but I mean, he would just go forever. Uh, the way he'd get off the ball, uh, chase down running backs, you know, making plays downfield. He just had that high motor, and he just never stopped going. What was his go-to pass rush? Uh, he was more of like a bull rush, long arm kind of guy, using his leverage, being you know six two, six three, uh, to get underneath guys and, and bend that corner. What was your favorite pass rush? Uh, I love the cross chop, um, speed to power, ghost. I don't know. It just depends on who I'm playing. Just really. a mixed bag. Yeah, I mean that's the that's why I love this game so much. Is whoever I'm facing that week, uh, depending on how they pass it, right? I'm able to break them down, see what are my top three moves against this offensive lineman, and I did the same thing in the NFL and just go how, from there. How long would you like sit on something, knowing like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till the fourth quarter to bust this out, or, or are you throwing everything in the kitchen sink right out of the gate? Uh, it's just like it's like playing chess. Honestly, you got to set him up as the game goes, right? You know, you yeah. usually start off with a bull rush or something to so he can feel your power, get him to anchor, and then from there you can kind of throw in you know your inside moves, get him moving his feet, and then from there I love to set it up as the game goes, where you really open up, get off that, get off the ball, get around the edge with that cross shop, and uh, and get to the quarterback. We're going to do a full segment of this. I love this. this. I love this. I know. I can just nerd out on this all day. (laughs) Just the hours and hours of film is is my favorite part of the week. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna hunker down and we're gonna do some of this because I'm just I'm just getting started. We're just gonna break down yeah. some Utah okay. football here on this big screen. Just, just, That's just, what we're gonna do. Just one more though. Like, would you be watching film on a Monday and you're like, I'm gonna have a three sack game. Like, this guy's a chump. I, I, I and you don't have to name names, but we're there at a time like on a Monday Tuesday. You're looking as like. Ooh, it's going to be a good week for Nate. Uh, I mean, like, we we call those guys fish. You know, who's the fish yeah. this week? And uh, you know, you break it. You, you got your game Sunday, and then come Monday, you 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 know, short term memory. That game's over. You're with. telling coach you want to play the three tech exactly. The fish coach, is on the inside, and it makes sense why Brody Benson put me at uh, nose tackle in high school. He's like, this is where we want you against Lone Peak, and you know they had Chase Hansen as a quarterback, and so oh, you had got like him. four sacks. You got him. <laughs> Got him. So, so that's great. <laughs> so obviously you've taken everything that you learned and all that passion that you've put into football and you've now moved it to advanced windows, something that you already had a ton of passion about because this right. is your family. It mm-hmm. is the family business. Tell me, what is it in, in just the, the drive? What is it that you want to get across to listeners that, mm-hmm. that you can do at advanced windows? This is a family-owned business, and we operate it as such, and we treat our customers that way, too, because, you know, being in the NFL for seven years and, you know, my dad having this business for 38 years, um, to now be fortunate enough to have my hands in this business along with Jake, um, you know, we in some ways wanted to bring that kind of locker room football culture to this business because, I mean, that was, you know, 
every single day we look forward to seeing the guys going out in the field doing our thing. And for me, I'm over our installation crew. We have nine different crews that go out on a daily basis, and they're the ones putting in the finished touch for our customers, leaving that lasting impression with them. Um, and that means a lot to me. And, and you know, to, to be able to now do this, um, I can honestly say I'm doing really what I would love for a living. That's so fun, man. It really is a team concept down there, isn't it, Scotty? You go down there yep. and watch these guys. It just feels like a big team, the way they all interact together. And well, you know, and the other thing – oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jake. No, I was just going to say, that's what we really have focused on. And it's fun having Nate because he's able to come in and have some of that, that team talk, like legitimate team talk, NFL-level mm-hmm. team talk with everyone and the, the excitement that he brings to the table. It's, it's fun to see. Well, and the other thing, too, is you want to make sure people get taken care of because nothing will sink a business more than bad word of mouth. And you guys have to make sure that you keep doing your – and that's the thing. The legacy of this company is such that people come back over and over and over, and they tell their friends, they tell their neighbors the great service they got. And the fact that you cut out the middleman, and what is it, eight weeks from that first visit to when you get those things installed? I mean, when you cut out a lot of the excess you know, middlemen, then you can really get things done quickly. Exactly right. That's where, like, today as we're talking about this $3,000 off, 10 windows or more, getting on the schedule today, really emphasizing that, that's where that eight weeks, like right now we have the capacity to be have these windows manufactured from the time that the sales guy comes to your house and it gets everything the quoted, the price. As soon as you sign that document, that is immediately put into our queue and we start on that manufacturing. And we can have those windows done in eight weeks because of our the cutting out that middleman, we're able to control that all in house. It's all a part of our team that's handling that. All you have to do right now is call and let's get you on the books right now and let's get you squared away. These guys are no joke, man. They're going to make it happen. 801 850 9100. You swap out 10 windows or more, they're going to give you $3,000 off, but you got to call today. That's not going to last after today. 801 850 9100. That's 801 850 9100. Advanced windows right here on the zone. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.